This week's pod is sponsored by Nova Energy Drink, which was established in 2019 when the need for a better energy drink in the marketplace was there. Many people who could not consume other caffeinated products, including coffee and sodas, showed this product to their doctors and they found that it was safe for a variety of health issues. With zero sugar, 1.5 grams of carbs, getting rid of common ingredients that cause allergic reactions, and only five calories per serving, Nova Energy Drink is set to be the healthier choice for our customers while providing long-lasting energy. Nova Energy Drink has now shipped worldwide with an expansive customer base, including some well into their 90s. Their continuing goal is to share this groundbreaking product with people searching for a better energy solution. We have three different flavors, Galactic Grape, Strawberry Moon, and Celestial Punch. If you go to NovaEnergyDrink.com and use the code word GEO, you get 10% off your order. Welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast with your boy Darry Lips once again, and uh, I'm I'm not looking forward to this. And my <laughs> man Gio, how are you, sir? Oh, this, this is a great week. <laughs> I'm loving it. What? Because Eva, Eva Marie's like plastered all over Raw. Ahem. <laughs> Tamina, fact number one: she's a former twenty four seven champion and a second generation professional wrestler. She is uh, the daughter of Hall of Famer Jimmy Fly Snooker. Not for me. I'm gonna, <laughs> oh I'm gonna do it all show, baby. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. Yes. Um we may as well touch on that. Congratulations to Tamina and Natalia. Won the tag titles on SmackDown. One year of me standing her and it's finally happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um and you know, I, I am pleased for her. Like, you know, she's... It's yeah. her first mid idol. It is, yeah. And, it, you know, it's, oh. yeah. and they've been pretty good together, to be fair, I think. Teams... back to well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, and I think, uh, you know, she's she's been a lot better than, than she has been. Um, and I think it's good for Jackson Baszler maybe now to move on to other stuff. Um... Yeah, I didn't like the end of it, but I'm really pleased. They built up to me to winning a title. I'm not sure it's going to last long, but I think it was more to get the titles off of Jackson Baszler and to give Tamina her moment. You know, she's worked hard. She deserves it. But yes, congratulations to them. Um, right, we had uh, Backlash this week. Zombies. Oh. oh, God. And have you seen that, like, Batista's been getting all the flack for that, and he replied, "Oh, you tweeted today. Shouldn't you be tweeting Vince McMahon?" <laughs> <laughs> Zombies, bro. Ah, uh, that was. I, I don't know. I don't know about that myself. Like, especially after like all the trolling of what's happened at AEW to then at your next pay per view have zombies come out. I, oh I, no, no, no! You stop right there, because the idiots that want to sit there and. And laugh about this and go, oh, this isn't pro wrestling. Or the same idiots who believe a fucking dinosaur is a luchador. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just a bit of fun. It's it's not really a mistake. It's a bit of fun. I just I I I think for the re it didn't fit with the, how the rest of the show went. You know. Well, they ate, they ate his ACL, so. Yeah, like so. Yeah, the the aftermath of that is. I, it hasn't been confirmed if it's a complete tear or a partial tear, but yeah, Mizzy's uh, Mizzy's hurt, and I think Cesaro's hurt too, isn't he? Them them zombies bit his ACL. <laughs> it just ate his ACL. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah it was a really good show, actually. Um, the pre-show was uh, Sheamus issuing an open challenge, um, not for his title because you have to earn those chances, and uh, Ricochet answered it. And I have to say, I don't know if it's just because Sheamus is just really, really good right now since coming back. Uh, but the match they put on was was really good. Um, I'm not sure the bit after Ricochet beat up Sheamus and took his coat and his hat. <laughs> yeah, what sure. is with this every Ricochet? I don't know. Yeah, it was like a face doing heel things. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure. But I, as I say, it was fun. It was rude. I thought the ending was quite good. It was a really good match. Um, yeah, I, I I think it was it was really really good, and I'm really I'm hopeful that maybe it's something new for Ricochet. I mean, if Sheamus could use his title run as to get some other guys on TV, like Carrillo, he's got on, and now Ricochet getting back on TV. I mean, because I'm not gonna lie, I forget that Ricochet's even on the roster sometimes. How he's used, which is very surprising. But um, yeah, really really good match. Really really solid. Um, and then the Batista obviously narrated the opening video package. Good to see him. Obviously, it was a promotion of the, the Netflix film Army of Dead that's coming out. Um, and it kicked off with the Raw Women's Champion. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Oscar versus Charlotte Fair. Um, yeah, in the build-up, it, it, I kind of forgot that Rhea was the champion. But during this match, I didn't. Um, I thought it was really good. Um I don't like, I don't like how she was acting at the end, you know, like blowing raspberries and sneering at Charlotte Flair. It's a bit babyish and doesn't really fit Rhea Ripley. I don't think she's a very good heel, um, and she's trying to be. Um, but I thought the match was really, really good. Um, I think those three will go back and forth with each other the title for a while I, I i want to see more rio and oscar to be honest i'm obviously charlotte's gonna stick there or thereabouts but what do you think's gonna come next do you think they'll now break off into some solos do you think it's just long long build for rio charlotte at like SummerSlam or something money in the bank i'm telling you she's gonna win money in the bank i think charlotte's gonna win money in the bank see bailey in an interview said that she thinks ruby Riot or Liv morgan are gonna win money in the bank Eva Marie is going to win money in the bank, bro. Just make sure we understand that right now. <laughs> Can you believe, after all our mocking, we're sitting here with Eva Marie back on Raw and Tamina as a champion after everything we've said <laughs> over the last year. <laughs> Did you know that Tamina Snooker has appeared in six WWE uh... videos? She made her in-game debut in 2K15. She appears in 2K16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. Shouldn't you be sending this to Jay? This isn't for me. <laughs> oh, I, I, I plan on I plan on his next stream. I'm just gonna keep sending him bits with random facts. <laughs> oh, oh, poor Jay. 
Poor, poor Jay. But Rhea did retain with the Riptide. The, the ending was a bit weird because, like, Charlotte kicked Oscar but fell off the apron. I don't know. It just seemed a little bit weird. But it was it was fine. Um, it was a really good match. Um, and then carried on. Tag team titles on the line. Dirty Dogs versus Dominic and Ray. Um, on the kickoff show, Dominic had been beaten up. Um, so Ray had to start it alone. And obviously there was the big, you know, and I think it was some really good. The, there was like a wheelbarrow famous combo that they did on Rey Mysterio. It was, looked awesome. And um, he slid Rey Mysterio out of the ring to eat a super kick as he slid out. Oh, really, really good. Um, Dominic then came out with the big hero, limped out. Uh, Ray kept on fighting, didn't want to tag. Um, Dominic tagged himself in. Didn't do so good. Um, and then back a bit of back and forth. Big frog splash, which shouldn't be Dominic's finisher. I get why they use it, but he doesn't do the frog splash very well. Um, and boom, new tag team champions. Dominic and Ray. Um, and there was a really good Instagram post of like all the tag partners that Ray has won the titles with. He's won tag titles with some big players, you know. <laughs> I didn't realize yeah. like yeah, some of his former partners is... He's a big deal in the old tag division. Um, PRVD. Yeah, and Batista, wasn't it? I think they had their tag run. He's obviously done it with Eddie. It's impressive. What do you think going forward, though, like Dominic and Ray? Because obviously everyone wants to see Dominic versus Ray. You think they're just going to do that? They'll have a long tag run? Do you think they're going to start planting seeds of it? Or do you think they're just going to enjoy this moment? And Mania, I think they'll eventually drop the tag belts and Dominic will get frustrated with them. Yeah, I, I think that everyone wants to see it, and I think it would be a good way for Ray to go off. You know, Dominic's is his last match. I think that's amazing. Um, Be speaking just... of families, did you know oh, God. that her that Tamina's brother James was also a professional wrestler? Best known for his time in WWE under the ring name Deuce of Deuce and Domino fame. And Sim Snooker. Wait. <laughs> Deuce from Deuce and Domino is Tamina's brother. He sure is. Well, That's... I, I didn't actually know that. And I'm actually like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Deuce, a.k.a. Sim Snooker. Wow. I didn't know that at all. Well, there you go. There you <laughs> go. I actually learned something from your annoying facts. <laughs> Uh, oh, the arm is starting to go. I had my first COVID jab today, and my arm is starting to hurt. <laughs> I so, yeah, I, the, the first the best oh. hydro. Yeah, I might. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll lean on the other side. <laughs> uh, back to backlash. I think uh, then it moved on to the zombie. Um, I I don't know. It was a really good match between Priest and Miss. I really like. Damien Priest. I think Damien Priest should challenge Sheamus. I want to see Damien Priest versus Sheamus. That's what I want to see. Um, the zombies was weird. John Morrison got sucked down by the zombies on the barricade. and It was pretty lame. Um, I know. And wrestling business has these moments. I know. You know, these corny moments. I, I get it, but... How can you pay-per-view on one shitty thing? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. 
I, I, yeah, pretty sure. Well, as it is, they've obviously eaten Miz's ACL because Miz is now out. Just waiting for confirmation if it's partial or complete. But I mean, ACL is a bad injury, especially for someone that doesn't really get injured. You know, he's probably going to be uh, injury ever. Yeah, 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 it's um, you must know it's pretty serious if Miz is down. Uh, but I just I thought it was pretty lame, but it was a pretty good match, even if you could take your eyes off the zombies. I mean, the zo zombies were the focal point, which kind of spoilt the match. Um, but yeah, I thought it was I thought it was good, pretty lame, but it was all right. Uh, women's but champion, oh good. It did what it was meant to do, and that's that it gave them the publicity for this movie. I suppose so, and it, I think what, especially after Raw, like that's the end of the feud. Well. Are people talking about Bobby Lashley versus, you know, Braun Strowman versus Drew McIntyre? Or are they talking about zombies eating the Miz's ACL? <laughs> yeah, you make a good point. You make a good point. Are they, are they talking about Bianca Belair versus, um, you know, versus Bailey? No, they're talking about zombies eating the Miz. I suppose so. And it probably will make some people watch the movie. You know, which, again, I get that the business side of it. I just, I thought the show was really good. And I just felt it stood out maybe the wrong way. Sometimes bad publicity is good publicity. That is also very, very true. Um, and speaking of something bad, uh, the Bianca Bailey match was really, really good. Um, but the ending, I don't know what happened with the ending. Uh, the ending I thought was was rubbish. The odd finish, I mean, clearly to set up a rematch. I'm guessing Bailey is going to keep Bianca busy till Sasha's back, maybe. Um, but yeah, she kind of used her hair as leverage at the end. Um, but I thought the match, just how good. I don't think I realized, maybe because of the gimmick before, how good Bailey is. Like, she's always been this good, but I think this gimmick helps show how good she is. You know, I thought I think she's excellent. Um, but it was a really good match. Bianca seems to be getting better and better. Every match has, I see her in, she's improving. Um, it was a yeah, Be controversial one, though, at the end. Speaking of bad, did you know that Tamina <laughs> was a member of Team Bad? Oh, my God. He's not going to stop, people. Someone save me. Someone <laughs> save me. I liked Team Bad, though. <laughs> I, I did like Tim Of Naomi and Tamina Snooker and Sasha Banks. That was uh, when they debuted a minute. That's that sort of they split off into their three groups, wasn't it? Um, yeah, because they had the sorority sisters who were they 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 called them the, the tap out something or other, and it turns out that that was the name of like a porn. <laughs> so they instantly changed the name. Oh God. It was, it was ironically, it was Paige's team that was. They were called like the Sorority Sisters or some shit. <laughs> oh jeez! They, they became PCB. But that was, I mean, that was that was great because yeah, the whole Divas thing was going on with Nikki Bella, then Charlotte, and everyone come. And I thought Team Bad were great. I thought it was great for Tamina and and. Um, Naomi, but yeah, it was, uh, that was fun. It's called the Submission Sorority. <laughs> oh my God. I might have to Google that. Wait, what? <laughs> um, 
I was like a porn company, and they're like, ah, oh, never mind. <laughs> but anyway, back to Backlash. Bailey lost, Bianca retained. There obviously will be a rematch because of the ending. Um, then the men's triple threat uh, must have been Vince's wet dream. Big, meaty men just beating the crap out of each other. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Braun Strowman versus Drew. Um, yeah, and it was just a fight. I thought it was a really good fight. I thought they were really, really good. Um, I Yeah, really good suplex, uh, suplex spot that stood out early. Um, and then, obviously, there was a big... Uh, Braun was down, and Drew and Bobby Lashley fighting up the apron, and he threw Bobby Lashley into, like, some electrics. Um and then it was brought to Drew for a bit. Uh, brilliant. Um, and then the Claymore had the win set. Lashley come out, threw him on the outside, hit the spear. I mean, it was it was it was worked. Drew didn't eat the pin. Braun had to take two finishes to go down. Lashley got to retain. Really, really good match. Um, I mean, yes, okay. The ending is one of the most common ones, but it was the best way to end that match between the three of them. You know. No one got hurt in how that triple threat ended because Broad still looked really strong. He took a Claymore and a spear, you know, to keep him down. So um, I'm really pleased for Bobby Lashley. We'll get on to how the nonsense that was raw the very next night. But that triple threat match, super, super fun. I'm going to go out here now. Something I want to bring up. I need and want Drew McIntyre away from the main title. It started to make me dislike Drew McIntyre. Well, after last night, do you think they're going with Kofi? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, why not? Um, I just don't want it to be Drew anymore. I'm over it. And I don't want to end up not liking Drew. Because, like, he's been literally in the title match for a year. But this is what everybody wanted. Not so long. Like, I want to. See, I want to see at least somebody else for a bit. Like, I want to see Drew have a normal feud, a normal back and forth. I, I just, it's making me dislike him. It really is. Um, me, my question is, who else do you put Bobby Lashley with? That's the thing. They booked Lashley as such a monster. There's only Broad and Drew. Really, I mean, and you know, unless they do like they they did, which we'll get on into a sec with with Kofi last night. I mean, Kofi's a good underdog story, you know. I uh, I totally get that. If anyone could sneak a win to be champ, yeah, probably on that roster is is Kofi. Um, just keep him away from Brock Lesnar for five seconds, and we're good. <laughs> no, man, the people crying about that. Oh dear. What else did they think was going to happen? Like, man, I, no, listen, that made me mad. <laughs> I was but, like, I get it. You want him, you, you want to give the belt to Brock Lesnar. Fair enough. Better have a decent fucking match and give them, give Kofi some sort of credit. But <laughs> in five seconds and to make him look stupid by running right into the F5? <laughs> Who runs into the F5? He even jumped as he reached Brock Lesnar. <laughs> 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 I just, I don't know. Yeah, I think, it, you know, it, I think it's always done to give maximum heat to Brock Lesnar. You know, I think that's all it's ever done. Dude, if Brock Lesnar and Kofi were to really have a fight, it'd probably last less than five seconds. 
So I don't know. Yeah, I just remember people crying about that. Um, and then um, the main event, which I we'll think, get onto. They changed. Believe it or not, I think I was more mad about the the one. Oh God, it was. I think it was Super Show. It was the one after Roman went out with cancer and they held the belt up, and then they had Braun. They had Braun versus Brock when it should have been Braun's time. And they had Baron Corbin hit him with the belt and then go down to the F5. That pissed me off. <laughs> so I was like, the fuck? No. Oh, God. Oh, Baron Corbin. I'm liking this yeah, stuff. Constable, Constable Corbin. Yeah, to you. Show some respect to Mr. Corbin, please. King Corbin. He's my favorite. Um, I do like his. I do like your, the entrance music. And I love End of Days. One of my favorite finishes is in about the times I've considered I, putting it on my universe. Like I, I like I like this this new remix that starts with like royal music into it. <laughs> yeah, have a bit of it. Um, but well, it looks like he's going. It looks like they're going to be feuding for that crown. I'm guessing. Well, I'm hoping it might be leading to like maybe a King of the Ring. We get King of the Ring because like Nakamura kind of picked it up and was just like. Uh, I see the power. <laughs> <laughs> Nakamura to me, I know a lot of people say a lot of stuff. Nakamura to me looks like he's having fun. Like I think he's at the stage of his career with, does he have anything to prove at all to anybody? Like everyone knows who Nakamura is. Hardcore wrestling fans, regular wrestling fans. Nakamura is a name that everyone will be like, oh yeah, I know him. You know, what does he have to do? He doesn't have to do anything. He can have some fun. And this looks like he's having fun to me. Like, it looks like he's having fun. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that it might... I want it to be King of the Ring. I miss King of the Ring. Man, I used to love King of the Ring. The one the one I enjoyed was when Billy Gunn won. Do you remember? Was that 90, 98? Remember? 99. 99. Awful. Awful. No. Stop it. Come on. King Gunn. No. Billy Gardner's King of the Ring was amazing. <laughs> I was a Stop big, it. big Billy Gunn mark, though. Pretty much. I mean, I guess, it's, I guess it's better than King Ken Shamrock. Yeah. They have dropped the ball sometimes. The last time it's I remember it, it was King Mabel. King Mabel. Oh, jeez. <laughs> do you remember? Out of nowhere, just King Mabel. <laughs> uh, I think King Booker kind of. Ruined it though. There wasn't really any way after King Booker. Like it just King Booker was amazing. Booker. <laughs> um anyway, back to backlash. One final match. Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. Do you know apparently the last world title match that Cesaro was in was at Ring of Honors, a new level against Nigel McGuinness? There you go. Really? That apparently. Now, I'm sure some other wrestling fan, but apparently, yes, at a new level against Nigel B. Guinness was the last time he had a world title match. Um, so anyway, Roman Reigns is on the run of a lifetime. I love this title reign more than CM Punk's 400 day one. I'm going to put that out there. I hate it. Um, I like it more than Okada's two year one, whatever it was. Like it more than that. I, I like it more than any other title run in recent memory. I'm just going to say it now. Um, thought the match started great. 
I thought it was really clever. Back and forth was good, like the way they started. Roman's in-ring commentary and comments was amazing. Like, where has this Roman been? Do you think he's always been able to cut promos like this? Or do you think it is now taught? I mean, he's just better than suffering Sunkatash. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bit where he was like, I love wrestling. Yay! <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that was in stitches but yeah um he addressed uh daniel bryan during it as well while having hold of Zara's arm um the end was great big moves not over the top moves some good submission counters and then the guillotine pal out went cesaro um again i have to say and i seem to say it every pay-per-view reigns delivered big in a title match I said it in the Discord chat. No, I know you wasn't around that way, but do you? Think... Oh, I was, I was, I was quite hungover from the night before. <laughs> on, your, uh, on your little Twitter space conversations, they keep inviting me to them. By the way, is it you that invites me, or is it just a thing that pops up? It's I was... just, I mean, it'll say that I'm in it. Ah, oh, okay, yeah, that's what I see then. Um, right, so I'm gonna say it. And do you think Roman Reigns is the number one wrestler in all of wrestling right now? Yeah, by. Good Absolutely. distance, or do you think someone's close, or do you think it's a good distance right now? Oh, it's a good distance. Yeah. He's, he, since coming back, I just, this attitude, I love it. Mm. And the wrestling's been better. And, like, his promo's been better. So I watched the promo he did on SmackDown with Jimmy Uso, yeah, when he was getting mad and he gave the belt to Paul. And then immediately after, I watched the promo again with Cena, where he forgot his lines. And I looked at the two, and it's like night and day. You know, night and day, two different people. Um, absolutely amazing. But anyway, so he wins. Uh, they didn't just throw a bunch of like finisher kickouts. It was good. No bullshit wrestling. Uh, fair play to Cesaro. Actually looked like he belonged in a main event. So let's hope that it means good things for him. But the end. So the end. Jay came out, put the thing on Roman, um, then attacked uh, Cesaro. Boom. Seth Rollins' music hits, stared down Roman, little smirk, and just beat the bloody hell out of Cesaro to end. Do you do you see that as a tease for eventually seeing Seth Roman? Or is it just to get, you know, a Hell in a Cell? Do you think it's just going to be Hell in a Cell, Rollins, Cesaro? Do you think Roman won't defend at Hell in a Cell? What do you think's coming from that? I don't know. To be honest. Because I thought they were going to start teasing Rollins to maybe try and be face. I don't like face Rollins. But I felt like with what <laughs> happened, you know. But no, he attacked and then curb stomped uh, Cesaro and shot, smashed his arm into the chair. Um, it's interesting. It was an interesting way to end. Because um, I don't really get... Because Roman didn't stick around. They all just left. I... I was I was saying, you know, how worried I was for Seth Rollins moving forward, getting lost in the shuffle, but he's clearly a big part of the shuffle. But what next for Roman Reigns? Do you think it's a Jimmy match? Do you think they do Jimmy Uso versus Roman? Just like just Could a little time. Because I read a report that apparently Cena is potentially an opponent for Roman some point during the summer. Um I, I'm assuming if they can't get Brock, they'd save that for SummerSlam, you think? You think he's just gonna? Do you think Roman will be champ to WrestleMania where he get the Rock? Do you think he's just gonna see out the whole year? 
mean, well, I, I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment, just let Roman do his thing, and it will be fine. But I, I, you know what I, do you know what I do like to say, though? Oh, jeez. Tamina was awarded the first La Meva scholarship. Consequently, Bret Hart started training her at the Wild Samoan Training Center in Malolia, Florida. Simultaneously, she was involved in professional wrestling there. Eventually, Tamina was billed from the Pacific Islands. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> no, there's, I have plenty more to go, sir. Right, and then Raw last night. So, obviously, the fallout of Backlash. Um, uh, Raw was bad. It, it was bad. Um, AJ versus Elias was just bloody awkward. Uh, hated it. Alexa, whatever the hell she's doing, hated it. Gaza, I'm pleased to see Gaza. Hate seeing Drew getting beaten in less than three minutes. But Forced Drew, to eat Drew, a like, rose. Yeah, that, I'm glad... It's not like he did last week where he put it in like his, his shorts and it's in his mouth, <laughs> you know. I didn't want Gaza to be the guy that shoved the rose up your ass. Um, <laughs> it is good to see him. It is good to see him. Like, it is good. And if Gaza's got a bit of a gimmick, I like Angel Gaza. I do. Um, but I just, ugh, nobody cares about Drew Gulak at the minute. So it's just a, a weird way to start. And it's a shame because I, I love Gulak. Um Randy Orton then took on Kofi Kingston. I, at this point, I went to sleep. I went to sleep because it was it was boring. Like the whole first hour, hour and a bit was was boring. Um, and then I caught the highlights coming back, and obviously the rematch for the tag team titles happened, which I'm sure we'll get a Tamina fact out of this. But um, Shader put in the clutch while Bliss was at the top of the stage, and then. I thought Kane had returned uh, because Kane Pyro flew out the ring post. <laughs> Reginald went flying. Um, and then, yeah, it was the, the heart attack um, for the one, two, three for Tamina and hey, Natalia. Speaking of the heart attack, <laughs> did you is. know that Tamina Snooker debuted on May 24th, 2010 at a Monday Night Raw adapting the name Tamina? At the time, she was featured as a villainous character in the episode with Jay and Jimmy Uso. She attacked the Hart Dynasty of David Hart Smith, Tyson Kidd, and Natalia. Wow, so she attacked Natalia on her debut and now they're tech champs. <laughs> but I, yeah, I have zero interest in what they're doing with Alexa Bliss right now. I, I just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, then there was a bit of back and forth. Um, apparently, Ricochet is a thief and he wants to shut up Sheamus forever. So that then happened. Um, good, really good match. And at this point, I was a bit sad that I, w I went to sleep because I watched the match back the next day. Um, <laughs> the end, it looked to me, right? Now, I'm not going to say that this is how it is because I haven't read that's how it is. But he did a springboard. I think he was supposed to springboard into the bro kick. And I think Ricochet didn't like the way it was and kicked out. And then Sheamus hit a proper bro kick. And if that's the but case... That's two weeks That's two weeks in a row that Sheamus has a fucked ending. Yeah. But I, that's how it looked to me. And I, if it is, I just think it shows how much of a professional Ricochet is. Because I think that's why he kicked out. To me, that's how it looked. It looked like 
It was supposed to be bring, springboard bro finish and Ricochet kicked out to be like, nah, we don't like the way that looks. Um, like that's two weeks in a row that they've had a fucked ending on his matches though. Yeah, yeah, need to sort it out. Maybe they, maybe they just try to be a bit too ambitious after, you know, Ricochet's obviously got previous of doing it with Adam Cole and they nailed it with Matt Riddle, you know, so yeah. Um, then there was, uh, again, Oscar versus Charlotte, but this time Oscar got the win, which was a bit of a surprise. Um, you may want to watch that match. There was a slight wardrobe malfunction, but it's fine. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, Oscar got the win. It, I think it was a repair job for Oscar. Morton. That's what I think. Um, and then there was a, another lumberjack match. I mean, she's come on. I don't know. Um, it was a good match. The suplex into the lumberjacks off the top rope looked like it hurt Morrison hard. Uh, um, he landed hard on his legs, but it was really good. It was a, it was a much better match. I enjoyed seeing Nikki Cross standing next to the War Raiders. Maybe there's something there. Maybe that was just accident. I loved Cedric Alexander didn't care about being a lumberjack and just wanted to fight Shelton. Um, I just have never, ever been a fan of lumberjacks. I don't know. I think it, I think that's what it is. Be it zombies, be it jobbers. I don't like lumberjacks. Um, Priest said it was time to move on at the top of the ramp and blah, blah. We'll see this future. So hopefully that's um, that's the end of him and Morrison and Miz. Well, with Miz out, obviously can't. And then there was the weird thing that they built up all night. So this is the talking point. They built up all night about this open challenge. Everyone said that they were going to come out and Kofi was obviously the one that come out. Um, just as the match started, I thought it was funny. MVP had an announcement saying he never said anything about it being a championship match. PS8 making it one. Kofi isn't worthy. Enjoy the match. Um, I don't know what they're doing anymore. Like, I, I don't. Like Bobby Lashley is on the best run of his life. Drew come out, hit him with the pimp cane, got the roll up. Uh, Kofi win. I don't know what that was. I don't know what they're doing. Is is it going to be Kofi or is it going to be... What did he call himself? Big D. Drew McIntyre joined in New Day. Uh, just... It was it was just not good. Sheamus Ricochet put on a good match and I think that was it. And I honestly think that was it. Um, I, I don't know. It wasn't entertaining for me. I I don't see how they're not seeing that Raw is a horrible waste of three hours right now. For me, it's a horrible waste of three hours. Um, yeah, just not fun. Just not fun. What do you make of Raw right now? Where's where are you at with it? Because I read that they were rewriting it at five thirty in the evening. What time does it start, Raw, over there? Eight? Yeah. So if they're still write, rewriting the matches at 5.30, you know? Um, you know, creative team obviously forgot Mansour's joined the roster a week after his debut. They forgot that Carrillo Sheamus' storyline had just decided it's but, now Ricochet. I, I just... Uh... They've already forgotten about Mansour. <laughs> but, well, I don't know. They made a big scene that he was joining Raw, having chatted last week and then boom he's gone i mean what was he i think he was a lumberjack but 
it was clear when I read that Raw received a ton of rewrites and reportedly was being rewritten at 5.30. That's what you got. That's what it felt like I watched. It actually felt like that's what I watched. It's just, it's, a, it's my least favorite show of all of wrestling. Um, yeah, we're good. Um, here we go. There is an update on the Miz's injury. Um, oh, no, the severity is still unknown. If it's fully torn, they think it could be up to seven to nine months. Oh, my gosh. Has Miz ever you been know, off that long? It's the time off, though. Like, I feel like he's a dude that deserves something because he's nonstop going. Yeah, maybe. Like, he has never taken time off, really, apart from maybe when filming. That's about it. But, yeah, maybe. Maybe it is, is a chance for him to, to chill for a few months. He'll get a huge pop when he comes back. Like, a huge pop. Um, He'll have to be a face when he comes back. Be funny, which will be funny. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we wish him well. I hope he gets back soon. Um, other bits of news that we've got in our chat. Um, the WWE 2K slip up. <laughs> yes. That you well, sent me. 2K didn't slip it up. Yeah, who was it? 76 Capital. Um, and they were pronounced. They were they were saying about uh, Drew McIntyre is going to be on their podcast. And the actual tweet here, I've scrolled up that you <laughs> sent me says, "Make sure to tune in to WWE 2K22's cover star Drew McIntyre's 76 Capital Leadership Series interview." Do, do you think that's a mistake, or do you think they are just making an assumption? I don't know because. I know that the, they could be going off that fan voting thing because supposedly there was like some fan poll and they voted Drew, like they said that they'd like to see Drew as a cover star. So who knows if that's what they were confused with or what? Maybe. Do you think they'll be like they did with uh, Becky and stuff? Do you think they'll be like a male and female? Or... Uh, they could do that again. Hmm. They could indeed. Um, other bits of news that I've got written down here. There was uh, slight changes in the match order. Um, apparently, the Roman Reigns Cesaro being changed to the main event was made between half five and six o'clock. Okay. Crazy. So, yeah, the main event was meant to be the triple threat. And then they made the last minute switch um, later on. Um, there's a reason why they split up in this shirt. Yeah. I know last night's role was like done on the fly yeah yeah it was like as i just said yeah it's being rewritten at 5 30 you know for a show that starts at eight ah I, I don't know but yeah it's interesting it was interesting and raw comes across like that that's what i was just saying it just that's how raw now looks is it looks like it's done on the fly um absolutely done on the fly um other things are in obviously um i saw the tweet today frankie kazarian um, shared a tribute to his father. His father has passed away. Um, she's very sad. Um, Frankie Kazarian must be getting old. How old is Frankie Kazarian? 54. There you go. Oh, no. Him and his mum was together. So he's like in his 40s. Yeah. Um, he's getting old. But yes, we wish Frankie Kazarian and his family all 
the best. Now, so what wrestling have you been watching this week, sir? What have you been keeping your eye on other than Backlash? Halloween Havoc 91. <laughs> How was Halloween Havoc 1991? Shout out to my buddy Robbie, who listens to the podcast and was in the car and said, yeah, man, you should totally, totally do this one. Oh and my then I said, God, I've just I, looked I, at the card. <laughs> I couldn't quite remember why. And then I said, oh, that match. <laughs> well, they started off this pay-per-view with a Chamber of Horrors match. What you might is a Chamber of Horrors match. Well, picture this. You're in third grade. You're making props for a play. There's fake tombstones. There's people dressed up as ghoulies and goblins. There's fake coffins. And then it's just a Halloween-themed fuckfest. That's literally what I could call it. It's a Halloween-themed fuckfest. That's the one where you could only win by putting them in the chair and stuff, isn't it? And an electric yeah. chair came down from the ceiling. <laughs> How did this match end, you might ask? Well, during the match, the camera crew accidentally showed that the switch was already on the off position. So Cactus Jack had to climb up and turn it back on and then turn it back off as it fell down Thus electrocuting his own friend and partner, Abdul the Butcher. <laughs> oh my god. We had Big Josh, who you guys might know as the original Doink the Clown. Fighting some big, fat, obese white dude called PN News. Oh my god, PN News. Whose idea of rapping was yo baby, yo baby, yo baby, yo. And he did a stint as Cannibal Grizzly. Over and over again, just yo baby, yo baby, yo baby, yo. <laughs> then we had Bobby Eden versus terrific Terrence Taylor with Alexander York of the York Foundation. What would you say the York Foundation was? Well, they were a Wall Street-themed tag team who relied on a big, bulky 1990s laptop. And they said that you'd be able to get all the facts and the statistics of the wrestling matches on uh, said laptop. Was it, were, wasn't Alexander York? Uh, Alexander York, I was about to get to that. Yeah. Alexander York is Malena. Yeah, Ter Terry, Reynolds. Terry Reynolds. Yeah, so I probably you'd see and her on Twitter. Terrence Taylor, well, people would know him as the Red Rooster. Oh, the Red Rooster. They had such high hopes for him. He was terrible, really. Oh, my God. We the then rooster. got Johnny B. Bad, who's that's, that's Mark Merrow, yeah. who just played little fucking Richard. <laughs> oh, <he's still> <laughs> that's literally his gimmick, is I am a wrestling little Richard. <laughs> Oh versus God. Jimmy Garvin with Michael Hayes. Oh, gosh. 
Then we had some guy called Sonny Steve Austin. He'll ah. never make a fucking business. No, <laughs> some big dude with blonde hair and oh, horrible, horrible. Versus Dustin Rhodes, who, oh. of course, is gold dust. Yeah. Then we got Bill's. Bill Kazmaier, who is the absolute dog shit worst wrestler I've ever seen. Wait, wasn't if you, isn't Bill Kazmaier like a world's strongest man? I didn't know he wrestled. But that's the problem. Is they hire these dudes from the strongman competitions that can lift fucking refrigerators and shit. But they move around like fucking horrible. And who was he taking on? Who did he beat? Well, he took on some big guy. Who had blonde hair and walked around and just had a Wizard of Oz themed character called Odd. He'll never make it in the fucking business either. It just looks he could be Kevin Nash. Who the fuck knows? Ah, <laughs> uh, he went through so many things at the start though. When you look at like the history of Kevin Nash, like he tried so many gimmicks till he got to the Then we had Heavy Metal Van Hammer versus Doug Summers. God. And we had Brian Brian Pillman versus Richard Morton, another member of the York Foundation. Uh, the Brian Pillman um, uh, Dark Side of the Ring was amazing, though. I really enjoyed oh, that. Uh, really, really good. And then now is, here, yeah, here's, on, here's one of the fucking matches. The Halloween Phantom versus Ooh. Tom Zink. Now... We don't know who this Halloween Phantom guy is, but he's sure got a big bulgy mustache, and he hits the Rude Awakening. Ravishing Rick Rude. More on, more on that guy later tonight. Maybe we'll find out who he is. Under mustache and big bulgy biceps. You can't, for the life of me, how are you going to disguise Ravishing Rick Rude, who is an absolute... Ripped chest, and everybody knows his fucking mustache. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then we got the enforcers, Art Anderson and Larry Zabisco versus the Patriots, Todd Champion and Firebreaker Chip. I know oh. nothing of these other two dudes, but <laughs> what the fuck is a Firebreaker? I don't know. Firebreaker <laughs> Chip. Oh, WCW had some issues. Then Paul, then Paul Heyman came out to introduce his new stable of the Dangerous Alliance. And big fucking shocker, Ravishing Rick Rude was under that Halloween mask. <laughs> Who would have known? <laughs> and then the main event was Lex Luger versus Ron Simmons. Right, that's, that's the two out of three cage match in it way back. Uh, two out of three falls, yeah? Yeah, yeah, in the cage. It's actually not a bad match. Um, yeah. Didn't no, that tag match? Very, yeah. People like to talk like Triple H Booker. He was racist. The lead up to this was very racist. Harley Race got on a microphone and said, back in my day, guys like you carried my bags. Wow. And I went, whoa. And then they gave him a chauffeur's hat and offered him to be the chauffeur. Wow. Uh, and I was like, right. Okay. <laughs> what is this? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's bad. God, I might have to watch that because that is some very old 
There's some really weird names and stuff. Early 90s. Early 90s I WCW. I don't know how you manage it, man. My God. Buddy, please tell me what a firebreaker is. Yeah, firebreaker chip. He hasn't even really got any history. He was like around for a year. <laughs> what is a firebreaker? God knows. Firebreakers. No idea. I mean, is he a fireman? Is that what was that what this is about? Were, were they typing it? Were they tapping into the fireman market? Like, what is this guy? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Firebreaker Chip. Right, come on, I'm gonna Google him. We're gonna Google Firebreaker Chip while we're live. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna find out Firebreaker Chip. There you go, Firebreaker Chip. Let's have a look. Here Who? you go. Curtis Thompson. Curtis Thompson. So, yeah, he was just Firebreaker Chip. He was there for a year. <laughs> and then he, yeah, he did nothing. Nothing. <laughs> like, there's, no, there's nothing here. <laughs> he turned up in NWA's Mid-Atlantic promotion in a team of Drake Dawson called Triple X. Um, and he retired in 2005 and works for JetBlue. So they've had to beef out his whole Wikipedia with his current job of working for JetBlue. <laughs> there you go. Uh, his previous names was White Angel, Archangel, and Falcon. <laughs> Why go with Firebreaker Chip? God knows. Absolute God knows. Firebreaker Chip. What a weird name. Oh, he had the gimmick of being a fireman while teaming with Todd Champion who had the gimmick that he returned from Desert Storm and were being billed as from the WCW Special Forces. <laughs> well, there... well, there you go. Apparently the WCW had their own Special Forces unit. Of a fireman and an army guy. So, yeah, Special Forces. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Oh boy, firebreaker chip. I just learned what a firebreaker is. Coming in, hit me up. Uh, no, apparently it's just a special forces fireman. Oh wow. Fair enough. Well, there we go. Goodness. <laughs> he breaks fires, I guess. Yep, I'm teaming with a Desert Storm guy, and <laughs> you win the tag titles off the Freebirds. <laughs> Um, news just in, apparently Strowman not appearing last night is that he had broken ribs. Apparently he has broken his ribs. Uh, Dude, what, what MVP said is apparently true. It is apparently true. Um, still uh, no word on Bray Wyatt. Um, he's been getting injured a lot, though. Yeah, he has. Braun, for a big guy, does seem to take knocks, you know? Um, he does seem to take a lot of knocks. Like, wasn't he out with a bad knee? Yeah, and then did his shoulder, weren't it, like, before when he was on, like, he always seems to be picking up, like, and they're not long-term, but they're lots of little ones, you know, which are probably worse, you know? Um, but, yeah. Uh, also, the other news in is that apparently staff and talent who work closely with Bray Wyatt believe he wants to be on TV, but they're saying that he's off to deal with personal issues. You think there's a problem there? I think he wants, like, he just doesn't want to think about it. And, like, WWE's just like, hey, man, get some help. Yeah, maybe they're seeing something that he's not. 
um you know what i mean like maybe they can just tell because something like that is gonna bother like he he worked really closely with harper you know what i mean like it is gonna bother you especially when you're so deep into a character like he is um yeah i would uh I would just take the time. Uh, one thing I did want to touch on, I watched last night, was the WWE icons. Uh, Rob Van Dam. If you haven't watched this, go and watch this. I This icon stuff, for me, and as much as it was about Rob Van Dam, shows a side to Vince I don't think I knew. Like, the respect Vince has for Rob Van Dam, I had no idea it was so deep. You know? No idea that Vince really rates Rob Van Dam. He loves Rob Van Dam to bits. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I, I would watch it because you see, like the, the comments that Vince made, makes and some of the backstage stuff with him talking to. Yeah, um, the the bit I always remember was the invasion match that him and Jeff Hardy did. Remember that match? Oh my god! For me, that saved the entire invasion. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was a really good show, and it's the third one of the icons, and I've enjoyed every single one of them. Um, so I recommend that you watch it because it's yeah. yeah I still gotta watch this week. I watched, I watched this week Strong Side of the Wing, which was on Nick Gage, which yes, yeah, the one dude's a fucking dude's a fucking asshole. That's all I can say after watching it is the dude's an asshole. And is that is that it? That's all it is. Is is just awesome. Like. They explain that he did heroin and that led him to doing the bank robbery because he was just so fucking strung out and he had nowhere to go. But, like, it's just so much neglectful shit. Like, oh, yeah, I had a death match with David Arquette and David Arquette didn't know what a death match is. So I took liberties and tried to, like, legit injure the dude. Wow, really? He stabbed him in the throat. Oh, I'm going to have to watch. <laughs> um, but it, it, I don't know. I it, maybe it's me. I don't particularly like that style of wrestling, and maybe it I went a little bit biased on it. But like, it is a, it is a particular style that obviously Nick Gage has sort of made his you know made his name in it. Um, I, it doesn't I, mean you have to be an asshole. I, I to me, I don't get how wrestling it to you know how that's considered wrestling when all they're doing is just hitting each other in the heads with white tubes <laughs> yeah yeah like how but yeah i've got i haven't watched that one yet i watched the the pillman one what's the one in between what's the one i've missed then there's there's another one this is the third episode no, it's just pillman so far pillman oh was a yeah it was a two-parter in it yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's this one. So, yeah, I've got to watch Nick Gage. Yeah, I watched Pillman. Um, Pillman was crazy. Yeah, uh, like, the only thing crazy. I got to catch up on this week is the Treasure Hunter show because I didn't get to watch it yet because of the pay-per-view. Ah, uh, okay. This week was like they went and they were finding, like, the Iron Sheep's boots and shit, apparently. <laughs> nice. I want some. Um, that's Did you know that oh. the guy that's hosting that is the dude that's on NXT as the fuck, as a uh, Serves a swerve scotch like entourage guy. Oh, really? Uh, AJ something or other. Yeah. Nice. I like he's this. He's like, he's like this big dude. Apparently, he's been on like numerous television shows. So, like, his gimmick is his. He's like swerve scotch entourage guy. 
And, like, he's the host of the show. Like, he's the dude that's literally walking around like, yeah, WWE wants me to find this item and this item. I'm loving this show because it's, like, it shows you, like, just how crazy some fans are or what they've been able to collect. Yeah, I might have to give it a watch, actually, then. I might have to give that a watch. Like, the one week they found uh, Junkyard Dog's original dog collar. Wow, really? Oh, my God. Uh, they found, like, this... They, they keep, like, this one guy. They've, they've seen him, like, three different times so far. This guy's, like, an ultimate wrestling collector in Florida, and he's got, like, a whole room where he's got, like, ring-worn items and... It's insane the amount of time people take on that. Yeah. Oh yeah, people take that shit very seriously. That he, uh, they they he had Andy Kaufman's like neck brace. Like it's just it's such a show. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna give. It, I'm gonna hunt it out. Yeah. This um, is like you're on like the fourth episode now. Oh, okay. I'm gonna find out. But you know what? I am gonna be watching tonight. I'm gonna be watching Ted DiBiase on NXT. Yes, I am. Yes! That, that is tonight. I'm loving this gimmick of... Oh, God. And now DBR is going to Cameron show. Grimes, but being a cheap, rich guy. Like, it's the, it's the opposite of the Million Dollar Man because he's just being fucking... Million Dollar Man flaunted his money while Cameron Grimes is just being stingy as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to be... Ted DiBiase has been confirmed to appear on NXT tonight. I cannot wait. I actually, I really wanted to watch the Gargano Bronson Reed cage match as well. Not gonna lie, but DBRC on NXT, give me, take my money, <laughs> take my money, give it to DBRC. Everybody has a price for the million dollar man, but yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great. Right, yeah. You got any more to me in the facts before we finish? No, you're saved. I am saved, but Jay, watch out on your stream. When you stream next, Gio is going to be armed with bits. <laughs> Turn your text-to-speech off, man. Turn it off. <laughs> um, until then, enjoy the evolution on Raw and Tamina's tag team run. Me and Gio, see, we, we knew. We called this in November. Called it in November. I called this, I called this last year, damn it. <laughs> yep. And I've been saying Eva was coming back since November. Y'all were like... Who's going to win this women's thing? I was like, Tamina, because she did a super kick. Goddamn Tamina. Anyway. Right, it's go about and... time. <laughs> it's the Tamina Lucian. Forget your evolution. It's the Tamina Lucian, baby. Oh, that's going to have to be the title, isn't it? <laughs> there you go. I always try and find something during the show. And there we are. The Tamina Lucian. Is now where the title come from. God damn. Fine. You can have your moment. But next week, we're on to something else. Right. Gio, I'll catch you next week, my man. All right, man.